Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning. Welcome to the Morning Beat on this beautiful Friday morning. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm sure Justin has an explanation for the audio that you're hearing right now. Justin, what is this music? You don't remember this? This is Cleveland Rocks, President of the United States of America. Wow, Justin, because I'm in Ohio right now recording from my mother's condominium in her spare room. I'm literally, Michaela, no joke, I'm currently sitting inside of like a very expensive massage chair recording oh my god i'm obsessed i'm like in one of those alien pods like lady gaga came out of when she had born this way at the grammys all those years ago uh right now Uh uh-huh uh-huh i love it wait i'm so sad though because this could have been a full circle moment you're not in fact in the sunroom where you wrote your book flipping the script no well my parents sold their house after all these years and i was trying to come home earlier this summer to see it before they before they moved i didn't get a chance to so uh, my fiance and i are here for a few days now we're here for the weekend and uh, we just need some family time i haven't really seen my family since the pandemic um and i'm gonna tell you this it hasn't been an easy couple of days it's been stressful honey traveling family issue it's a lot but here we are Uh, I'm going to be here for the next couple of days uh, recording from home. So uh, bear with me, ladies and gentlemen, bear with me. But I I do need to turn this massage chair on at some point right now. It's incredible how comfortable this thing when it's running, when it's running. But when it's not, it's like the least comfortable chair in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're comfortable. I'm glad you're home. We miss you in studio, but I'm so happy that you get to be there. And also, Justin, just for reference, I've been to Cleveland yes. like five times in my entire life. Uh, so if you want to play some music about my home state of Ohio sometimes, perhaps uh, something from my alma mater, the Ohio State Buckeyes, just a suggestion. Fine. All right. Well, we have a fantastic show coming up for you. Are masks really that effective? You know, we're a year and a half into this pandemic and new new science is revealing that maybe some of the masks we're wearing aren't actually doing a whole lot of anything. Uh, that's a little bit frustrating. Now, also a little bit later on in the show, OnlyFans in the news last week uh, made some major, major changes to their platform, uh, but not so fast. Their content creators are speaking up uh, and they may be actually uh, uh, making some changes once again. Uh, also, uh, Ryan Murphy Hailed by many as you know, sort of an advocate for our community, but uh, some are, commu- uh, uh, are 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 saying that Ryan Murphy uh, is sort of creating uh, these gay pervert characters. Uh, is he actually 
creating characters that are representative of us as a whole. It's a debate. We're going to have it a little bit later on. But right now, Michaela, it's time for news on the beat. All right. Well, there's a lot going on just this morning alone. 13 U.S. service members and at least 90 Afghans were killed in a pair of bombing attacks outside the airport in Kabul, where thousands of people had gathered in recent days to escape Taliban rule. Right after the explosions, gunmen opened fire on service members and civilians. At least 140 people were injured in the attack, including 18 U.S. service members. U.S. officials had warned that the chaotic and violent exit from Afghanistan could make the area vulnerable to renewed terrorist activity, and Biden said the risk of an attack was one of the reasons he was adhering to the August 31st withdrawal deadline, despite the deteriorating situation on the ground. Very devastating news just for all. Uh, In other news, the Supreme Court has blocked the Biden administration's eviction moratorium, which was extended at the beginning of August to provide continued relief during the pandemic. Landlord groups balked at the extension and the Supreme Court decided to uh, such a move would require new legislation. The White House said because of the ruling, families will face more evictions and more dangers from COVID-19. All right, well, Summer's here, and it's queer, and it's brought to you by McDonald's. Let's get into some weather. It's going to be a high of 93 in St. Louis, 100 in Sacramento, a high of 115 in India with slight rain, 86 in Chicago, a high of 82 in Buffalo, 66 in Seattle, and 73 in San Francisco. Now, stop by McDonald's today to get a frozen Coca-Cola drink for just $1.50. So delicious. Now, give us a vibe of the day, babe. I'll do that, but first I'll tell you about our own little local vibe here in Salina, Ohio. Our McDonald's has been popping for decades, uh, and I'm going to tell you what. It's known as, like, the hot spot for all the little old men in our town. They go there for breakfast and uh, pancakes every single morning. Cuties. So adorable. Here's your vibe of the day. You don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, let go, and see what happens. I love that. Let go. Let go. All right. Well, uh, one thing I want to do before summer ends uh, is Lady Gaga's Jazz and Piano Las Vegas residency. It's returning to the Park MGM this October 14th through the 31st. And Channel Q is going to send you. Just go to WeirdChannelQ.com for your chance to win two tickets to the show. A stay at the park, MGM Hotel, round trip airfare for two, plus 500 in spending cash. Don't miss Lady Gaga's jazz and piano residency shows live in Las Vegas. Tickets go on sale Saturday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. Head on over to WeirdChannelQ.com for your chance to win. You might even see a familiar face as I join her trumpet player this October as well. It's going to be very exciting. Now, coming up in What the Health, just how effective are masks? We will discuss coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Thank you so much for joining us. Michaela from Los Angeles, me from my parents' guest bedroom in Ohio. I'm currently sitting inside of a reclining uh, massage chair next to a recumbent bike uh, and a TheraBall, Michaela. So that's where I'm at in my life. Um, I love this for you. <laughs> loving this journey. <laughs> needed a little time with my family. Haven't seen them since COVID, going through some personal stuff. So I appreciate you uh, holding down the fort from the studio with our producer, Justin. Uh, it means the world to me. I will be back in studio on Wednesday. Uh, but for the next couple of days, I'm going to be doing it this way. Luckily for me, though, there's a McDonald's right down the street where I can get a frozen slushy, a Coca-Cola slushy, for just $1.50, apparently. Um, but <laughs> I don't know where I heard that. Uh, but... Right now, though, it is time for What's Pop and Michaela Gordon. What's going on in the world of pop culture and entertainment? Okay, so RuPaul is turned into a very realistic waxwork figure in Las Vegas. He's been immortalized in a very special way over at Madame Tussauds Las Vegas. How do I say it? Madame Tussauds. Why did I say it like that? (laughs) 
Medallion to Sayed. Medallion to Sayed. God, sometimes I talk and I'm like, you really are some kind of trash, honey. <laughs> okay, well, he's been turned into a wax figure in Vegas. This is the second time RuPaul has been honored honored with a wax figure. The first was revealed in 2000 at uh, Madame Tussauds. Madame Tussauds. <laughs> at that lady's place in New York. Now that figure featured RuPaul in drag and was the first ever drag figure. Uh, RuPaul says his new figure is important for a different reason. He said, it's very special uh, because I'm doing this one out of drag. This is my male persona, which in recent years has become just as famous as my drag persona. And I think that's a really big deal. You know, RuPaul was always known as this like over the top drag queen and now he's really coming to his own is also a very strong queer black man and um a businessman at that so i love that's it a, love to that's see a it big deal that's a big deal we've talked about this how so many queens you know i'm sure they they struggle internally uh getting applauded and recognized when they're in drag but treated as just an average person you know as as themselves and that's got to be kind of be difficult to, to see RuPaul sort of be transitioning into this larger than life iconic status as a man uh, is pretty wild. I'm going to tell you what, though, Michaela. The other night, our first night in Ohio, we took my little sister and her new boyfriend uh, to Union Cafe, which is my old spot in Columbus, Ohio. It's where Nina West is from. Um, she was going to meet up with us, but she had to get on a super early flight to Chicago, I believe. But we went and saw some of these young queens vying for like the next generation of superstardom. There are some queens in Columbus, Ohio. Amen. Yes, I'm sure there are. I uh, I feel like a lot of really fabulous people come out of, of Ohio. Well, uh, one being right. A.J. Gibson. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up in the next hour, does this LGBTQ plus icon put the community um, back as they could be creating gay perverts. This is a very interesting conversation, and uh, we'll discuss what you think coming up next. Ooh, some music, Michaela. You know how I am when it comes to horror films, and soundtracks, uh, and there aren't a whole lot of series that have better audio uh, introductions than the American Horror Series, American Horror Story series by Ryan Murphy. Now, this guy has redefined television for an entire generation and also uh, created representation for characters that have never, ever, ever, ever been seen on TV before, right? Yes. Uh, He's won Emmys for writing, uh, directing, producing, and apparently Twitter now has a problem with him. Oh, great. So just recently, apparently, uh, somebody wrote on Twitter, um, can Ryan Murphy write a season without gay perverted addicts? Um, I feel like he's used this trope a million times. Now, a lot of his characters that he does write about, uh, queer characters, tend to be uh, very specific, over the top, uh, and multifaceted, right? But also, humans can be over the top and multifaceted. Ryan Murphy found out about this on Twitter, responded, I will always write gay perverted addicts. Sorry. Um, And then this started an entire conversation uh, the person responded, uh, is there a support group for people who would curb stomp Ryan Murphy if they saw him on the street, but also watch every single one of his stupid little shows? He said, let's start one. He's in on the conversation. He's in on the joke, but also he's clapping back because, you know, you gotta, you gotta think not too long ago when you and I grew up, how many queer characters did you see that represented you when you were 10, 
12, 15, 18 years old. No. Can you name a whole lot? None. None. I didn't see Z- queer exactly. representation until I was about 20. One, and that's because the L word came out. And that was the first time. And then let me tell you how important representation of visibility is. I went to a gay bar that night with no brawn looking for my girlfriend. I was like, <laughs> I'm gay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why the no brawl? I don't know. It was it was in the L word. It was like a very sexy thing. Like <laughs> like the, um, some of the characters didn't wear bras and I thought it was so hot. So I was like, I also don't wear bras. I don't know what that, I don't know. It's uh, something that I felt was important at the time. <laughs> what? I remember sort of, you know, as I was sort of coming out, the first time I ever felt represented was Queer as Folk. Uh, and then also uh, Broken Hearts Club, the film. Right. Uh, with Dean Kane and Kerr Smith. And uh, I remember being like, Broken Hearts Club made me feel like my group of friends. And a couple of the characters in Queer as Folk, Brian in particular, I thought was hot. Um, but the younger character, the name, his name was Justin or something. I can't remember the blonde guy. Um, and I remember being like, oh. I kind of feel like a twink right now. Whatever a twink is, I can I can rep, like I feel like that's representing me, right? Because I was confused. I wanted to explore. I wanted to go to the clubs. I wanted to kiss older men. Like I wanted to. I wanted somebody like to teach me because you don't you don't know what you don't know until you know it. And I knew I knew at a young age. I'm like I have some things to learn because this is who I am. But I don't know how to be gay, whatever that even means. And I'll tell you, I remember the first time I, I fooled around with a guy. I was working at Abercrombie, and and he was the manager of another Abercrombie in another city. And we met up in Sandusky, Ohio, near Cedar Point, and we fooled around. We got a hotel room for an afternoon, and we didn't even actually have sex, but it was like baby steps. He was a little bit older, you know, maybe five years older, but I had no clue what anything was. I didn't know what a top or a bottom was. I had no clue what anything was. So I sought out, you know, somebody on AOL Instant Messenger. Well, young people today can see themselves represented on TV shows and in films, uh, largely in part because of somebody like Ryan Murphy. So I, I think I think it's silly. I'm glad he clapped back in the way that he does. But I love his characters. I think they're fantastic. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think that they're really important to have. Uh, I think all of his shows are very, very groundbreaking. And, you know, I, I always go back to the American Horror Story. Um, I can't I never remember the title, the political one uh, where it had Trump. But yeah, it wasn't yeah. like Cult. what is yeah, cult. He's telling yeah. the truth, whether or not you like it. That's literally what America's turned out to be. It's insane. Yeah. And uh, well, and here's the thing. Yeah, and well, he's telling the truth because, and you know, he's telling the truth because people are t- tuning in. Like, so it might not be everybody's truth, but it's enough people's truth. Yeah. And he's telling stories that need to be told because he wouldn't be this successful. He wouldn't. I mean, this guy has literally. I mentioned Glee earlier on. Like he's had a hand in Pose, Glee, American Horror Story, American Crime Story, Hollywood. The list goes on and on. And you don't get the opportunity to spend that kind of money from major production companies and studios and networks without doing a lot of things right. Yeah, a thousand percent. Like he's like he's like a gay queer Shonda Rhimes. Like he's literally reinventing what it is to be, to be in television. And I go back to an episode this last season, um, Legendary on HBO Max. I'm obsessed with it. You know this. You, you, I love the show, right? Yes, and obsessed. There was Meg the Stallion and Jamila Jamil and Law Roach and, 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 and Leomi Maldonado. It's just really incredible. Well, there's a, there was an episode where Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Haddish was a judge, and she was actually kind of problematic. Like she was saying some stuff that was like kind of out of pocket, 
you know, for being somebody who's an ally and not a member of our community necessarily, um, or like at least like not in the ballroom scene. And Law Roach had to put her in her place because he's her actual stylist in real life. So they have a relationship. And he says to her, honey, Tiffany, it's not for you. And she kept going on. He goes, Tiffany, it's not for you. And she continued. He goes, Tiffany, baby, it's not for you. Yes. And that's kind of how I think Ryan Murphy's kind of like, like what's for us is for us. Yeah. It's not for everybody. Yeah. If you don't feel represented, watch something else. Yeah, I totally agree. All right. Well, coming up, this is major. OnlyFans is walking back their ban. Uh, but is it a little too late? We'll talk coming up next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, just last week, uh, OnlyFans announced that they were now effective October 1st, banning all sexually explicit content, which is problematic for thousands of thousands of creators who have brought in billions of dollars to the platform really put the platform on the map because it's known solely by and large i would say 95 percent of the people who know OnlyFans know it specifically for sexually explicit content now last week michaela reached out to uh, somebody who she follows on social media they're both social famous as as you know michaela has 1.7 million tiktok followers so she's way bigger than i am um but she reached out to uh kenneth pabone uh, who joined our program to talk about the impact that OnlyFans, you know, making this announcement was having on his career. Take a listen. I was in shock. Like, I I wish there was, like, a way, like, that they could have sent a message to us privately. Like, why am I finding this out on Instagram stories from, like, random people? You know, like, it's like you, you fire, like, getting fired and not finding out from your boss. Like, it was, it was very bizarre. There should have been, like, an email sent out or what they're going to do to support creators through this transitional time. And it's like, it just doesn't make sense in my opinion. Like I, that's like YouTube, not having YouTube videos. Like I don't, what I feel like that was the main point of this platform. Yeah. So it's a lot, Michaela, but there is an update. What do you have for us? Uh, well, they're trying to roll it back saying that um, they are going to remove the ban 
um, because it was very, very uh, criticized. But it might just be too late. The company did say thank you to everyone for making your voices heard. We have secured assurances necessary to support our diverse creator community and have suspended the plan the planned October 1st policy change OnlyFans stands for inclusion and we will continue to provide a home for all creators. Uh, I know that Kenneth actually posted yesterday um, that he he felt a lot of relief because that is where he's received a lot of his income. But it does feel that uh, it, it's kind of a little late. Yeah is, it, yeah, is it too little too late? That's what I'm wondering because, you know, a lot of these uh, these these content creators... Uh, many of them who who proudly do sex work for a living are now saying, you know, we've lost thousands of subscribers, which translates to ten, sometimes twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars per month and more. You know, some creators make as much as two hundred thousand dollars a month per huh. month. You know, now they've lost subscribers who have now gone over to Just for Fans or other platforms, and they're saying, "Listen, you guys can't just mess with our income like that. That's just not." That's not cool. It's not how we do things. Um, and it's also interesting to me that OnlyFans in their in their sort of retraction use the word suspend. They said they've suspended uh, their their new policy past October. That doesn't mean they're never going to do it. That's what gets me just a little bit nervous. I think in this day and age, though, you can find the funding. You can find funding or banks or corporations or you know investors who will get behind a successful business platform, whether or not they're sexually explicit content or not, you know? And I know some of their issues were, I think our producer, Justin, we were talking about this last week. Some of the issues were uh, child pornography and, and pornographic content that involves minors. And Pornhub ran into a, a similar issue, you know, a, a bit a ways back, a year or two, two ago. And they actually just adjusted their entire platform, wiped out all of that sort of content, and now their creators have to, you know, you basically have to do a background check and prove you are who you are. I think yeah. that's a lot smarter than saying, hey, hey, thank you to all of you guys who have made us billions of dollars. Now we're going to toss you to the curb like the dirty sex workers that we think that you are. Yeah. And we're going to move on without you. I think it's just so rude. I think it's so rude, too. And I think in 2021... We're normalizing sex work. It's our bodies. It's our choice. It's whatever we choose. We want to be in control. And I think that, you know, when I when we talked about this last week, I said, I think that OnlyFans got overwhelmed that these creators are making millions and millions of dollars. They wanted to show that they're the boss. They're in charge. But they need those creators. OnlyFans only exists because yeah. of the creators. And that's what we're finding a lot of big businesses. Like they think that like we need them. No way, dude. Well, yeah. And once we start taking our power and like we come together as a community in all aspects, companies don't have that much power anymore. They don't. And like that, they're trying to exude that like, <clears throat> excuse me, that like BD energy, that big D energy or that big P energy. Uh -huh. And what they, what they realize is like, you didn't even have a platform without all of that D and that P. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't exist without them. You remember <laughs> remember remember Tumblr? Who yes. remembers Tumblr? I know there's listeners all over the place. Our listeners in Palm Springs are freaking out right now, like raising their hands left and right. Tumblr. Tumblr was a place where you got really great high quality content and, and free porn all the time. And they, they got rid of that a couple years ago. I have not been on Tumblr once, honey. Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't even I don't even know what Tumblr is without that. Well, people still go on Twitter just to see porn. I mean, I didn't know There's, how crazy uh, Twitter was, to be honest. Twitter's wild. And then I did, wild. and I was like met with the one-eyed monster, and I was like, ah! Twitter's, 
<laughs> Nikila, I'm just going to tell you this. I had a trainer at a gym I used to work out at in, uh, in uh, Los Angeles, not too far from where I live. Two, actually, but one of them is specifically. Uh, my fiance said, isn't this your old trainer? And he was in the video with like, it was like him and like seven dudes. <laughs> and it was on Twitter. Like the, the, the I didn't even know that existed. So uh, thank you for that, Michaela. And if any listeners didn't know, Twitter's full of pornographic content for free. Um, or you can subscribe to uh, OnlyFans and help a content creator out. So there's that. <laughs> Amen. I think so. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Last week, I, I thought I'd never do an OnlyFans. But I think that... Uh, I don't know. Things, I don't, I don't know. Things have changed. Start. I might start. <laughs> You're listening to the Morning Beat. Thank you so much for being here. It's almost time for our first or for another round of what's popping, rather. Uh, and also, Michaela's. It's, it's kind of informative today, to be honest. Uh, and Michaela's going to walk you through uh, pronouns. If you have a difficult time uh, using gender non-conforming sort of neutral pronouns. Michaela is here to save the day in what's popping, but first, I do want to remind you, our show's also a podcast. If you can't listen to us in real time, don't you fret. Download the Odyssey app at audacy.com and listen to The Morning Beat anywhere you take your mobile device. Now, Michaela, this what's popping is iconic for so many reasons. What do you got for us? Oh my God, it's incredible. Well, listen, I love this song. It's Raining Men, made legendary by the Weather Girls in 1983. Uh... It's a favorite for so many gays. We played in the clubs. Take a listen just so we can love it. It's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. Amen. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna let myself... Okay, for okay, me, you know, so what it is? You, know what, you know what I love about that? Tell me. It's the, the soul in the voice in the word raining. Right? It makes my heart race every time I hear it. <laughs> I know. Well, I love it. But, you know, in 2021, we're talking a lot about pronouns and being able to also go by they, them. And so one transgender recording artist, Mila Jam, is aiming to make the tune more inclusive by updating the title and lyrics to It's Raining Them. Take a listen. Oh, Oh my God, Justin, you're so annoying. Justin, I swear to God. I mean, it's, it's a different take. I'll give her that. Oh, Justin. Our producer has this audio track of cat, like pussycat death metal that he likes to play at the most inopportune times because I hate it. Justin, how dare you? Play the real thing. It's a rain in You know what? I just noticed. I'm not going to make a big deal about this. First of all, the tune is a bop. I love it. I'm going to be blasting it all day. However, she said amen. She should have said a them. Oh, wow, Mackenzie. <laughs> I just called you Mackenzie. I, I just called you Mackenzie. My sister's name is Mackenzie. I and Ma- I, I keep calling her Michaela. But you're absolutely right. Oh, I'm right. Them. It should That's be cute. a them. Uh, she yeah. did change the lyrics, though, from tall, blonde, dark, lean, rough and tough and strong and mean to cool, bold, strong and keen, proud and loud and here and sane, honey. And I love, love it. it. I'm going to be blasting love it all day. Way to go, Mila Jam. I think it's such a bop. Um, I'm absolutely obsessed. Love it. And uh, totally here for it. Now, coming up, the FDA approval is not swaying some vaccine holdouts. We'll discuss why in the next hour. It's Friday, Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. I love Fridays, Michaela Gordon. How about you? I love Fridays. 
And the song is horrible, Justin, the but song, I love yeah. Fridays. The song is currently making my ears bleed all the way from Ohio. However, I do love Fridays, so thank you for that. Uh, Justin, your choice of music uh, this morning is a little bit questionable. Uh, You're but, welcome. Uh, but listen, here we are. Here we are. Uh, coming We're up this hour. We're working the weekend. It is. Sure. Way to, way to kick off the weekend. Uh, coming up this hour, uh, the FDA has approved the Pfizer-BioNTech um, COVID-19 vaccine. Full approval uh, just the other day. Uh, so that 30% of people who are saying they're waiting for full approval, they're obviously rushing to get vaccinated right now, correct? Not so much. People are coming up with all sorts of new reasons not to get the vaccine. Still turns out uh, they were literally just trying to save face all that time. Who knew? Anybody who knew, raise your hands. We all knew this. We all knew that this was coming, people. Um, but we're going to talk about it coming up in about 15 minutes. And then a little bit later on in this hour, this story's wild. Uh, so the man who was once a child, a baby, uh, Spencer Eldon, he was the the baby on the iconic Nirvana uh, album cover uh, years and years ago, 30 years old now. Uh, he's actually suing Nirvana and a lot of people involved for a lot of money uh, for ruining his life and for depicting child pornography on the cover of that iconic CD, that album. Uh, you've all known it. You've seen it. It's the baby sw- floating in the swimming pool uh, going after the dollar bill, I think on the end of a hook or a fish line or something like that. It brings up some really interesting conversations because when I first heard this story, I was like, I felt one way. And as I've looked yeah. into it a little bit more, I felt maybe a different way. So we're having a very candid conversation about that a little bit later on in the hour. I know Nirvana, not really our, our jam, usually here at Channel Q, but the conversation is very much uh, one that we like to have here at our station always. So we're having that this hour. Uh, right now, though, Michaela, it is time for News on the Beat. What's going on around the world? Well, there's a lot going on. Uh, The Supreme Court has blocked the Biden administration's eviction moratorium, which was extended at the beginning of August to provide continued relief during the pandemic. Landlord groups balked at the extension and the Supreme Court decided such a move would require new legislation. The White House said because of the ruling, families will face more evictions and more dangers from COVID-19. Now, other news, Vice President Kamala Harris met with LGBTQ and disability activists before leaving Vietnam. Harris held a roundtable discussion that included a transgender activist and an LGBTQ activist. They discussed the state of LGBTQ rights in the Asian country and how America could best support their civil rights. It is critical that if we are to take on the challenges we face, that we do it in a way that is collaborative, that we must empower leaders in every sector, including, of course, government, but community leaders, business leaders, civic society, if we're here to maximize the resources we collectively had. Transgender people deserve and need equal access to healthcare services. This is an issue that we still face in the United States, and it is an issue here in Vietnam, I know, and we will work together and support you and the work you are doing in that regard. Harris noted that the recently enacted transgender rights law was drafted by the Vietnamese Health Ministry before leaving Harris also stopped by a memorial to former Senator John McCain, a Vietnam War hero who uh, was shot down in the country before being held prisoner and tortured for years. That's so crazy. Well, that's pretty pretty um, wild. And also, you got to think about the difference between Kamala Harris, this current administration, and Donald Trump. When Donald Trump was running for president of the United States back in 2016, around that time, he referred to John McCain is not a war hero because he says, uh, I like my heroes not to get caught, basically. I'm paraphrasing. And he made fun of John McCain for being a prisoner of war, uh, who is a Republican, right? And now Kamala Harris is visiting a memorial for him in the country where his plane was shot down. It, uh, the, the contrast could not be more stark. 
Yeah, I totally agree. All right, well, let's get into a little weather, shall we? Why are you laughing, Justin? No, no reason at all. Don't laugh. Go look at your text thread. It'll make sense later. Don't laugh at me, Justin. <laughs> uh, okay, weather's here. It's green. It's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 86 in Chicago, 82 in Cleveland, 93 in St. Louis, 99 in Sacramento, and 115 in Cathedral City. Uh, if you pass a McDonald's today, I encourage everyone to stop and get a frozen Coca-Cola drink for just a dollar fifty. It's delicious. Now, give us a vibe of the day, please. You don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, let go, and see what happens. Yeah, just breathe and trust. Okay, now... I trust that Lady Gaga is going to be a star because she is returning to her Las Vegas residency to the Park MGM this October 14th through the 31st. And Channel Q is going to send you. Just go to weirdchannelq.com for your chance to win two tickets to the show. A stay at the Park MGM Hotel, round trip airfare for two plus 500 in spending cash. Don't miss Lady Gaga's jazz and piano residency shows live in Las Vegas. Tickets go on sale Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific at Ticketmaster.com. And just head over to weirdchannelq.com for your chance to win. Now, coming up this hour, the FDA approval is not swaying some vaccine holdouts, and we'll discuss why next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Michaela Gordon, I have really fantastic news for you. You know, just earlier earlier this week, we kicked things off with breaking news that the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine got full approval from the FDA uh, Joe Biden, our president, went on live television and said, listen, that moment that those of you who've been waiting for this have been waiting for is actually here. Uh, it has full FDA approval. Anthony Fauci said it's time for the 85 million eligible um, Americans who are eligible to get the vaccine who have not been vaccinated yet to step up and get their vaccines, right? So, of course, that means 85 million people got vaccinated this week, right? Uh, wrong. So many of these people, according to this Kaiser Family Foundation uh, survey that has been done this week, uh, who said that they were going to wait until the full approval. Remember, we said, on, I think on Monday, that 30% of those eligible said that uh, once we got the full approval, they would gladly get the vaccine. Well, this survey um, surveyed quite a few people, actually. Um, and this week, they sat down with 16 individuals who they'd spoken to previously. 
16 people who said that once the full approval came, they would in fact get vaccinated. Can you guess how many of them have said they'll still get vaccinated today? How many? One. <gasps> Literally one. No. So again, they're coming up with all these reasons. They don't trust the FDA now. They don't trust the vaccines again for a new reason. Uh, they don't think they're going to get sick. Uh, they don't think they're old enough to get sick. Uh, one man said that, listen, uh, whether you're vaccinated or not, you can still spread it. So why get vaccinated? Who cares? <sighs> yeah, it's a lot. I mean, I did see this post the other day that um, they said, yeah, sure, the FDA approved vaccines. They have also approved cigarettes and alcohol, both things that aren't good for you. I mean... I just feel like we're all just trying to do what we can to stay safe and to not spread it. And it is very deadly. And I I just don't really know what to say anymore. I feel yeah. like we've been talking about this for a year and uh, if not longer. And I just want people to be healthy and like feel good. And, and I don't know how, how else you explain that. Yeah, here's what I think is about to happen, and it's already starting to happen. The moment those those full approvals came through, you know, you started seeing all these corporate mandates and government mandates coming down saying you have to get vaccinated or you can no longer be an employee here, and that's just that. And I think that corporations have been very they've, – they've been wanting to do this since day one, right? And vaccines are not a new thing. You have to have your kids vaccinated to send them to public schools. That's been the standard for decades, right? We all got vaccinated. You have to get vaccinated to travel to certain countries. You have to get vaccinated. Like there's a gazillion things we get vaccinated for. Um, and if we didn't, you know, polio and smallpox and all these other issues would still very much be, you know, taking out, you know, people by the millions and they don't anymore. Um, and to me, it's no different than you have to also get a license to drive a car and you can't get behind the wheel of a car if you've been drinking or using marijuana. And it's not about what you could do to yourself only. It's also about what you can do to others. And I think at this point, it's been so politicized and people are so, you know, by and large, most people can only handle so much mentally. And at this point, people are so sick of it, they can't even process it. Um, and instead of having like conversations to try to learn and to know better and to learn how to process those emotions and make choices that are healthy, not just for themselves, but for those around them. People just shut down. They get mad. They retreat to their corners. They say, absolutely no way, not going to do it. It's frustrating. Yeah. yeah, it's really frustrating. I will say, though, and I forgot to tell you this, we can have her on. My Reiki master is also the mayor of West Hollywood. Master Seppi is what I call her, but Seppi Shine is her name. It's so LA, I know. I, okay, she, wait, hold on, hold on. Before you forget, uh, there's, <laughs> that, I wanted to say, I just so love you much. for that. Like, we're like, we're like this hippy-dippy liberal, like, queer, like, radio station right now. I'm like, listen, anti-vaxxers. Here's here's the path. Michaela's going to tell you what her Reiki ma master said recently. Go on. <laughs> okay, listen. The, the, well, here's the tea, honey. My Reiki master that I've been going to for a million years. She like became the mayor of West Hollywood last year. It's like super iconic. She's a lesbian, but she gave me some tea yesterday that um, they're going to make their uh, vaccines. They're going to mandate vaccines uh, here in LA. She said she'd call in. We could actually really talk to her about it. Yeah. Maybe next week. Um, but she's very serious about it um and she it was very afraid of the delta variant when we were talking and so whether or not you like it you may just have to get vaccinated we'll have her call in so we can talk more in depth well but, yeah uh, like people yeah. people don't trust science and medicine anymore they don't trust the government that's fine you cannot trust people all day long and you can make choices if you feel like you don't need to get vaccinated that's fine 
you can then stay your butt at home. Like you don't yeah. get to go out into the world. You don't get to travel and go to restaurants and get on airplanes where you can put other people's lives at risk because you literally, you just trying to feel like you're free and safe is costing people their lives, genuinely costing people their lives. And it, it's and, and when people say, well, listen, like whether you have COVID or not or the vaccine or not, you can still pass and transmit COVID. That is also true. But those people aren't getting sick and going to the hospital and taking up ventilators and taking up hospital beds that are now costing other healthy people, otherwise healthy people, their lives because those hospitals are overwhelmed. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't want to be waiting on COVID patients all day long because people are just being stubborn or, or ill-informed. That's on them. So you can make that choice. Absolutely. But you sure as heck are not going to go then take up a hospital bed from somebody who genuinely needs it because something that is completely out of their control when we can control COVID. That's a the frustrating percent. part. Yeah. All right. Well, coming up, more details on Nirvana being sued for child pornography. Does this change everything? We discuss next. Oh, the song, Michaela, brings me back. Oh, my God. I love this song. I love this song. I love Nirvana. Listen, Nirvana, especially their Nevermind album, was one of the most iconic pieces of music uh, of our generation. Uh, We all remember the image uh, that is burned into our brains for all eternity of the baby naked floating in a swimming pool reaching for the dollar bill uh, at the end of a hook, you know? And... Everybody at the time thought it was cute. I've never really thought of it since, right? Well, now there's a name you need to get probably very familiar with because it's a name you're going to hear more often, I think, uh, in the months ahead. Spencer Eldon. Spencer Eldon is 30 years old. Uh, He's a full-grown man now, and he was once that baby, right? He's now suing Nirvana and literally everyone involved with the making of that album and the use of that image uh, for millions of dollars uh, due to all sorts of stress it has caused him over his life. Uh, he says that he was not uh, consulted. His image was not uh, uh, given approval by him, and he was not paid for the use of this image. He's calling it child pornography and child exploitation, um, and it's going to court. And this thing is going to be actually, I think, a pretty big case that could set a precedent moving forward uh, lots of details. I want to get your initial reaction to this, though, because I know on one hand, we're very much against cancel culture. On the other hand, we always uh, like to take claims of any sort of sexual exploitation very, very seriously and, and listen to the victims. Um, but do you think he actually is a victim in this case? <clears throat> um, this is an interesting thing for me because I think that it was a very different time. I... My question is, how were they able to use the image of the baby without the mother's permission? Well, like so the- now, so, okay, so this is interesting because Yahoo had reached out. They did a whole uh, deep dive on this. I have the, the information in front of me, uh, and they actually had a ter- an attorney by the name of Michael Ackerman um, who looked into this case. And Michael Ackerman um, said that, uh, well, he and Brian Cunningham, there are a couple of uh, different attorneys who looked into this case, and they said... Um, the issue that they're having right now, they've, they've looked into this and they said the parents did receive compensation and signed off. Um, yeah. This this 30-year-old man is saying that did not happen. So that's going to be something that's going to be litigated in court also. And a couple of points they did make before you before you just sort of share what your thoughts are. Um, they said the artist's use of images, particularly not explicitly sexual ones, to sell art um, is not, that's not necessarily child pornography. 
Um, this uh, this album cover was really a sort of a commentary on capitalism uh, and not a sexual depic depiction of a baby in any way, shape, or form. Um, and they says that uh, though the complaint makes a great deal about lack of a written release, it does appear that Mr. Spencer's parents consented to the photograph at the time and were paid for it. Lastly, um, he says this is the most important. This young man, Spencer Eldon, uh, his own conduct conduct for years after this photo uh, tell a very different story. He's posed many times in swimming pools over the years, just five years ago again, as, as he turned 25, uh, recreating the image as an adult uh, and, and seemingly sort of enjoying it and gaining popularity and some level of fame off of it. So they're saying now at 30 years old, he's going to have a real hard time saying, you know, something to the contrary. Yeah. Kate, my case is made. That's literally all I want to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's it. I um, I think that it sounded, I can't imagine Kurt Cobain uh, sexually exploiting a young child. And I can't imagine even in the 90s, putting a photo of a baby on an album cover and the parents not receiving any sort of compensation or asking permission. It doesn't make sense. I think he's looking for a payout. Uh, I think Spencer Eldon is. And I think that they are going to get to the bottom of it. I don't think he will, especially just five years ago, um, mocking the Nirvana cover himself. So I, everything was said that I think, and I think we'll just continue keeping you updated. Well, he is an artist in himself, and it does seem like he's, he, by all accounts, he's struggled over the years. And it sounds like to me he is trying to get a payout. It's sad that he would try to use use the legal system this way to do this. I think that, listen, there's, there's definitely an age where I think we can all sort of agree to some degree that it becomes inappropriate for a child to be naked in public, right? Um, a couple months in, I don't think that's the age. Do you know what I mean? Like babies get changed on tables in public places all the time. Babies are at a swimming pool and they have to change their diaper, even when they're young kids. Kids run around naked, boys and girls, they don't know any difference. You know what I mean? And they're not being sexually exploited. Um, I, I think that while we have to protect our children, I think what this also does is diminishes the real issue that we have with child sex trafficking and child pornography in this country and abroad. I think by trying to claim that this is what this is on this album cover, uh, is a slap in the face uh, to the families and, and children who are actually fighting the good fight uh, with real reason, with real cause. And I think I think it's just disrespectful. And I think he's just trying to use this sort of moment in time right now to make a buck. And it's kind of disgusting to me, to be honest. Totally. I agree. And so we'll continue keeping you updated. But up next, history is being made on dancing with the stars. Oh, this is good. This is such a good one, and I can't wait to tell you who made this iconic moment happen coming up next. Welcome back. You're listening to The Morning Beat. We're so glad you're here with us. It's almost time for another round of what, uh, What's Poppin'. Michaela has the latest in pop culture and entertainment. This one is a heart warmer, uh, so stick around for that story in just a moment. But first, I do want to remind you, our show is also a podcast, so if you can't listen to us in real time, maybe your schedule's in flux. Uh, we totally understand. You can download the Odyssey app at A-U-D-A-C-Y. Listen to The Morning Beat anywhere you take your mobile device. And if you're anything like me, my... Co-host Michaela, my mom, whose home I'm in in Ohio right now, your phone is literally on you everywhere you go. So you can listen to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week, which is awesome. Uh, tell your friends yeah. and, tell your friends and family while you're at it. Uh, what else is awesome is this story uh, about JoJo Siwa. Michaela, what do you have for us? Well, Nickelodeon star JoJo Siwa, who came out as part of the LGBTQ community in January, 
will make history as the first Dancing with the Stars contestant to be matched with the same-sex partner. ABC made the announcement in a social media post promoting the show's 30th season. Uh, it's so exciting. I think we have a little audio of JoJo Siwa. Take a listen. I am so excited to be a part of this year's Dancing with the Stars season 30 and to be dancing with a girl. I think it's so cool. My puppy buddy, are you so excited, boy? Yes, he is. He's so pumped up. It's going to be the best ever. I can't wait to just dance every single week. I can't wait to meet my partner. Oh my gosh, there's so many things I'm so excited for. It's going to be so amazing. She's also a really incredible dancer. So it's going to be just fabulous all around. I love it. I love to see this. Oh, wow. I'm so excited. And listen, she's not really my cup of tea. I think she is more so now that she's being authentic and sharing her truth and being such a trailblazer. I respect her. She's a little bit young for me. I, I did meet her years ago on, when I was at Access Hollywood. And um, the, the the high, tight ponytail off to the side is is wild i wonder if she's going to change it up for the show but one thing that has kind of stood out to me though is that this is abc you know this is america's broadcast company owned by disney part of that family right and it took until season 30 30 for a single Mm -hmm. same-sex couple to be partnered up and now uh, listen kudos to them it's better late than never but wow you know, this is the same network that owns the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchises who have yet to do that. So it's just when you when we talk about representation, you talk about visibility. This is what we're talking about. When you can't see yourself represented in, in, in the most popular shows on American television for literally decades, uh, it's a big deal. So she should be super proud of herself. Absolutely. I'm so proud of her. Um, and in these photos with her girlfriend, uh, she does have a ponytail, but no bow. Yeah. So well, we're making, she, we're finally getting close. Wait, I got to ask you, uh, she, were, wait, were you a cheerleader ever? Of course. I, I of thought course. you were. I know you were a soccer player, but also a cheerleader. Did you ever wear the huge bows on your head? Of course. I wore them just growing up. Can you please? It was like a choice. Can you please find a photo and put it on your Insta story or something today? Please do that for oh me. Oh, my God. Yeah, let me try. I'll try to find <laughs> it. Um, you know, speaking of JoJo Siwa, my niece is turning five in two weeks. And I said, what are you going to do for your birthday, sis? And she said, I'm having a JoJo Siwa party. Oh, my she gosh. loves JoJo Siwa. Well, yeah, I know. The, I, I've seen her home on uh, a YouTube video or something. It's bonkers. She, her, she literally has a room that's like a candy factory. And like it's like, like every kid's dream. Um, I would like to point out, though, that I I've, I've, I got my start hosting years ago doing an after show for So You Think You Can Dance, which is another dancing competition show over on Fox. And we've had Kent Boyd on our show from Pride House LA, which is the Pride House where uh, JoJo Siwa came out, right? She was part of that group and came out back in January. And mm-hmm. he talked about the sort of uh, anti-sort of anything gay on So You Think You Can Dance in those early seasons where boys couldn't dance with boys because it looked, you know, you know, too homoerotic and, and too feminine. And now they've progressed past that. Guys dance with guys, girls dance with girls. They've been doing it for many seasons. Uh, so it's, it's, it's high time that you Dance with the Stars is doing it as well. All right. Well, I love it. Now, coming up, I'm very excited because we... Uh, are going to have a really great conversation. Uh, Two school boards are being affected by two very different types of people. Uh, Find out what those details include and why you need to know coming up next. Welcome back to the Morning Beat on this beautiful Friday. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Michaela's in the studio in Los Angeles. I'm in a spare bedroom in my parents' condo in Salina, Ohio, in the middle of farm country. So having uh, having the best time. I'm in also not just farm country, Michaela Gordon. It's Trump country over here. 
hardcore. Uh, you've got to come Oof. here one of these days. You'll really love it, I swear. Great. I, I can't, I'll come as Melania. Listen, I saw, we drove into a town near ours last night that's even much smaller. It's technically a village, I believe, uh, to meet my mom for dinner at one of our family's like favorite restaurants. My grandparents used to go there. We used to have family, large family dinners there for years, right? They're known for their fried chicken. To be honest, it's terrible, but my family loves it. So we go. Well, they just remodeled. So it was a big deal. We wanted to see it. So Emil and I, my fiance, met her there. And on the way there, right around the corner, uh, there was a, a, a family who lived out in the country. And they had a huge homemade sign made out of plywood, I think. It said, uh, Trump 2024, taking America back. So that's sort of where we are right now. So <laughs> I miss Los Angeles. I'll say that. Yeah. Well, I miss you, honey. I want you to be back. You know, um, I just looked at our... IG stories. And at this time last year, me, you, Lisa, and my darling Emil were on the ATV in Mexico. Oh, oh you're literally right. thriving. I swear I'll get into the news, but this is the most iconic thing ever. I'm obsessed with Emil. Like I really, really am. Like you're my best friend, but I actually am obsessed with your fiance. And we decided to um zip line, but Emil's like seven thousand feet tall. And Emil would literally let go, and the screaming that was coming out of that mouth with his <laughs> six foot three legs sprawling all over the place is just something I will never forget. That was I one just, of my best vacations ever. Well, we know how to vacation. I also want to point out, though, that your your lover, Miss DJ Lisa Pittman, um, Emil and I forgot to pack shoes for the jungle, and it was raining and muddy, so. Uh, she got us trash bags and duct tape and literally wrapped up our shoes like little presents <laughs> um, and duct taped our feet together so that our, our white, cute shoes wouldn't get dirty. So uh-huh. that was us a year ago. Yeah, we're a handy oh, what a bunch. Difference, yeah, what a difference a year makes. Yes. <laughs> right, right now, though, it is time for our final news of the uh, news on the beat of the week. Uh, what do you have for us? All right, well, 13 U.S. service members and at least 90 Afghans were killed in a pair of bombing attacks outside the airport in Kabul, where thousands of people had gathered in recent days to escape Taliban rule. Right after the explosions, gunmen opened fire on service members and civilians. At least 140 people were injured in the attack, including 18 U.S. service members. U.S. officials had warned that the chaotic and violent exit from Afghanistan could make the area vulnerable to renewed terrorist activity. And Biden said the risk of an attack was one of the reasons he was um, adhering to the August 31st withdrawal deadline, despite the deteriorating situation on the ground. Now, in other news, Vice President Kamala Harris met with LGBTQ and disability activists before leaving Vietnam. Harris held a roundtable discussion that included a transgender activist and LGBTQ activist. They discussed the state of LGBTQ rights in the Asian country and how America could best support their civil rights. It is critical that if we are to take on the challenges we face, that we do it in a way that is collaborative, that we must empower leaders in every sector, including, of course, government, but community leaders, uh, business leaders, civic society, if we are here to maximize the resources we collectively have. Transgender people deserve and need equal access to health care services. This is an issue that we still face in the United States, and it is an issue here in Vietnam, I know. And we will work together and support you and the work you are doing in that regard. Harris noted that the recently enacted transgender rights law was drafted by the Vietnamese Health Ministry. Uh, and that's a really, really big deal. I think it's incredible. Now let's get into a little bit of weather. Summer's here. It's queer and it's brought to you by McDonald's. It's going to be a high of 115 in Cathedral City. 
100 in Sacramento, 93 in St. Louis, 84 in Cleveland, 82 in Buffalo, 91 in Baltimore, 111 in Phoenix, 93 in Kansas City, and 115 in Palm Springs. Now, if you happen to pass a McDonald's, make sure you stop by, go inside and get a frozen Coca-Cola drink for just $1.50. So delicious. Now, give us a vibe of the day. You don't always need a plan. Sometimes you just need to breathe, trust, let go, and see what happens. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen on Monday's show. Uh, The iconic Grammy-winning DJ Tracy Young is going to join the Morning Beat and tell us all about something going on uh, down in Miami, Florida uh, that involves our community that could involve you. Uh, Pretty iconic stuff. Yes, amen. All right, well, coming up uh, for... No. Before we talk about anything, we need to talk about the queen, the icon, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga's jazz and piano Las Vegas residency returns to the Park MGM this October 14th through the 31st. And Channel Q is going to send you. Just go to WeAreChannelQ.com for your chance to win two tickets to the show. A stay at the Park MGM Hotel, round trip airfare for two, plus 500 in spending cash. Don't miss Lady Gaga's jazz and piano residency shows live in Las Vegas. Tickets go on sale Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific at Ticketmaster.com. And just head over to WeAreChannelQ.com for your chance to win. Now, coming up, two school boards are being affected by two very different people. How does this affect you? We're going to talk about it coming up next. I know. We have promos to do and tell me something good. Here we are. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. Now, when we look back on this era in time, Michaela, I feel like what we're going to realize that we're living in a watershed moment of cultural cultural sort of awareness and wokeness uh, because culture wars are being waged on every single issue, it seems like, from COVID-19 vaccines to whether or not it's controversial to fly a rainbow flag in a school district. Uh, this is actually happening all over the country, but one, one case that stood out to me in particular uh, comes out of Uh, Bluffton, Indiana, not too far from where I am right now. I'm actually about five minutes from the Indiana border on the western uh, part of Ohio. And apparently, a mother went berserk over the inclusion of a rainbow flag in her child's classroom, right? Schools are now back in session. Tensions are high. Kids, some of them haven't been in a classroom in a year and a half. Um, And we're also dealing with mask mandates and vaccines and all these sorts of things that are just tensions are high, right? Well, this mom couldn't handle. The thing that really sent her over the edge was a pride flag. So the community got together and had sort of a peaceful protest uh, to show that this is not, con- it's, they're be- it's being deemed controversial material, right? So the school board is looking into controversial materials being allowed in classrooms. And so this community came together and said, listen, There were two hours of heartfelt testimonies in this community, uh, and this woman wanted to share, she said, to the first mom who spoke about how raising a child with two moms in the school system, I was crying with you, to the mom who said you've had to deal with me and my wife for the next 16, 18 years, I cheered for you, Uh, to the eighth grader wanting to support your siblings coming out, you are way wiser than your age. These stories went on and on and on of people who were just moved by heartfelt conversation and expressions of love. Um, and hopefully, you know, this, this, this move to ban all sorts of controversial materials, as they call them, pride flags, uh, will not take place in Bluffton, Indiana. And hopefully that'll have a ripple effect around the country. But I don't understand what it is that, that, that adults, some adults are so, so afraid of. Um, but here we are and our kids, 
our kids pick up on this, right? The kids learn from these parents who react this way and from these sort of debates that are being had about who they are as, as, as young people. It's sad. Yeah, it's really sad. You know, I talked with my niece and nephew. Uh, my brother and I had a falling out. We didn't have the opportunity to connect with my niece and nephew for a couple months. and It was really difficult for me, um, but we did because they just started school. My niece will be five in two weeks. She started kindergarten, which is a big deal. My nephew started sixth grade middle school, and it's really crazy to see just from an aunt's perspective how different school is than it ever was for me for these like babies um and thankfully my kid my niece and nephew grew up in a very like inclusive home where they respect and, and appreciate everybody but uh yeah five is like kind of the age and then going into school where your your mind can easily be like manipulated like whatever your parents are teaching you whatever you're being taught in school uh you're starting to like sixth grade you're becoming yourself you're realizing your sexuality and it's just it all really is such a uh such a big deal and if you're not being parented properly it shows up in school yeah it's so fascinating because i think that's why some of these adults are like they they talk about the gay agenda right for all these years like what is our agenda like our agenda is love and acceptance right we just want to fit in We, we want to be celebrated like everybody else does in life right and i saw another story of uh of a parent who went crazy they went into the local library and they had all sorts of like books for like trans and queer and uh different types of kids you know uh different ethnicities different backgrounds different you know family dynamics and they said what is happening what they're indoctrinating our children i'm like the only thing they're teaching your children is, is love that's 100 percent. It. it's that simple you know you know i've had a recent falling out with my sister again as well over her like newfound beliefs as a, as a born again Christian, and it's been difficult. It's part of the reason I'm here in Ohio right now. I, I kind of just needed my mommy. I needed at 41 years old. I wanted to come home and get a hug from my mom because I was, I've been really struggling with that. So um, uh, schools are changing. I, I'm really impressed by a lot of our young educators. You know, even in my hometown where I am now, the educators are younger than they were when I was there and they have a different approach yeah. which I think is really good they see mental health they see you know queerness and diversity uh, as as issues that need to be addressed um, and and that's that's just this one issue you know there's another uh, story that went viral recently of a man in Drippings Springs Texas who uh, was making a plea about vaccines and masks in their school district and uh, this clip was about 90 seconds he went viral um, but he also took his clothes off during it. And that's kind of the thing that caught people's attention. We have a short bit of audio. We don't have a lot of time, but we have some audio of him speaking to a local newscaster after the event. There are too many voices out there that I think are digging in for political reasons and absolutely just not thinking about the common sense decisions we make every day to comply with everything. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's true. It's totally true. It's true. true. A mask isn't a mask isn't taking away your liberties. No. A mask is another simple way that we can all be decent human beings okay. and protect one okay. another. Okay. Mm. All right, coming up, OnlyFans is walking back their ban, but is it too little too late? We'll discuss in depth coming up next. Tell me something good. Listen, I'm not gonna tell you something good, Michaela. I'm gonna tell you something great. Are you ready for it? I'm ready, honey. So a bust of activists, transgender activists, Marsha P. Johnson, uh, has been erected in Christopher Park in New York City. It is the first monument of a transgender person in the city's park system in their history. 
Uh, now, this park is near Stonewall Inn, which, of course, is iconic. It's where Marsha uh, became famous for her courage uh, that led to the Pride movement that we all celebrate to this day. Um, and there's also a statue in that same park called G Gay Liberation. If you've been there, it's been there for about 40-some years. I think it actually was commissioned back in 1980 uh, and then installed about 10, 12 years later, 1992, I believe. Um, the, and that piece features statues of two men and two women that are painted white. Uh, but this edition of Marsha P. Johnson is just, we can't overstate it. We can't talk about it enough. Representation matters. Visibility matters. Um, and she's described uh, in, the, in the placard on the front of it. It says, uh, lover of poetry, flowers, space, and the color purple. Uh, nah. it's just really incredible. And I think that we need to see more like this, um, you know, a, a, around the country. Uh, she was an icon. Uh, she and Sylvia Rivera and others, you know, really led that charge. And, and oftentimes our history is painted through a, a white male, gay, cisgender lens, and it's just not accurate. And as a white cis gay man, I'm aware of that. Um, and you know, she she didn't get to live the full life that she deserved to live. Her body was found in the Hudson River on July 6, 1992. Um, and death was ruled a suicide, but a number of friends blasted that finding, uh, especially considering that they, uh, there's a head wound uh, that she had suffered. Um, and there were reports that she was harassed near the river. A witness even claimed to overhear a man bragging about murdering a drag queen named Marsha. So um, to, to sort of have a life cut short so tragically and to be honored in this way, you know, a couple of decades later is a beautiful thing. And her legacy absolutely is stronger than ever and will live on, you know, at this park and beyond. So kudos to uh, Marsha P. Johnson. Thank you for all that you did for our community. A thousand percent. All right. Well, this story is amazing. A World War II paratrooper by the name of Tom Rice celebrated his hundredth birthday, hundredth, mm. by jumping out of a plane in his California hometown, but the jump was to honor those who never made it home. Oh. I think this is such a beautiful story. He said, I feel great. Let's go back up and do it again. Oh. It was exhilarating. It was a replay of everything that took place in Europe from the time that I landed in England. I think the whole city of Coronado was there. It's a happy day. Uh, I think that's beautiful. What a way to end Tell Me Something Good. Uh, I do also want to remind you that Tell Me Something Good is brought to you by McDonald's. And uh, right now you can head on over to get a frozen Coca-Cola drink. So delicious. Take you into the weekend. We have a fabulous the show for you on Monday. DJ Tracy Young is joining us. But until then, please enjoy yourselves. Wash your hands, wear your masks, stay safe, and we'll see you Monday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.